you know, if you're a painter and you're doing watercolors or something like that, show me your blank piece of paper. Show me just you testing out some colors. Show me just something. There's always a beginning, a middle, and an end to everything. And especially when you're creating, show me that in process. I don't want to see always the finished product. That should be like 20% of what you post. It should be your inspiration, your doodles, your stuff that you're like, yeah, I don't like this. You know, I thought I'd like it. And then when I put it on paper, I always joke that it looked way better in my brain before I executed that. (laughs) And I saw it totally different. Like everybody wants to see stuff like that. Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you as well as a few of my own and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. Thank you so much for joining me here on Windowsill Chats. I'm really happy to be with you on whatever you're doing today. I am talking to my dear friend, Abby Campbell, again today. It's been a while. And last time you might remember that we asked you what you might be thinking about. We asked you to ask us questions and a couple of you sent them in. And I'm going to just ask you to keep doing that because we're going to keep bringing these to you. But today we do answer one of those questions and you'll find out more about that in just a sec. So who is Abby Campbell? Abby and I work together in Kansas City at Hallmark. And also we started our own little company and and put together Uh, We did a lot of branding for people. We did catalogs for people. We set up online stores. We just did a lot of branding, logos, packaging, all sorts of things. And then I moved and I'm doing my thing and Abby's still there doing hers. But we always get a lot out of chatting together and ideating. and, And I always am inspired when I talk to Abby. She has always had a passion for photos. She's a photo stylist and videographer, and she's an amazing talent. Her love of visual art took her to the University of Central Missouri, where she received a BS in broadcasting and film. That's where she really began to learn the art of storytelling through photos and video. 
fast forward after working on outdoor television show, which is a funny story. You'll have to go to our other episode. She produced national and regional television commercials, informational how-to videos, and she moved on to other products that continued to hone her craft in visual storytelling. A lot of other products. She is amazing, amazing how she could tell a story with film with pictures. She was a freelancer for eight years, working in a variety of companies from mom and pops to national brands. She provides inspiration, trend research, marketing knowledge, photo styling, art direction, content creation, etc. And one of her true passions is to help people and companies move the needle and take their brand and their thinking to the next level. So that's what Abby and I love doing together as well. So here is a deep dive into some questions you've asked. And I'm going to remind you again, ask us more. Also to find Abby, head on over to abbyjcampbell.com. And on Instagram, she's ajcampkc. That's ajcampkc. And she obviously has great pictures and a great eye. Here's Abby. Hey, Abby. Hi, Margo. Thanks Happy for Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday here when we're in recording land. It's yes. Wednesday if you're listening to it when it first drops. And who knows what day it is for you. But here we are. Abby and I recorded a little while ago already. And we just kind of put it out there that we'd love to have your questions. We're going to be doing this more often. Abby is one of those people that thinks with both sides of her brain and has a lot of experience as, well, I at least think with one side of my brain, but I do have a lot of experience. <laughs> So we just thought, you know, we'd circle around and show you that we meant it. We really do want your questions. So we're going to just start with that today. We're going to dig in to a really great kind of series of topics and questions. And this particular one is from Faith Chase Studio. So thank you very much. And I just have to say, we had a couple questions and there was another really long, good one that in my technical prowess, when I was accepting the follow from this person, somehow I lost it. So if you didn't hear back from me and you sent me a really great question, please send it again because it matters. We, and I've, it's been yes, bugging me. And we want I, to answer. We do. It's really been bugging me. And all you all who haven't yet, we mean it. Send away. We have plans for all these. Faith. Let's dive in. Yeah. I think I'm going to call you Faith because I think that's your name from this Faith Chase Studios, which is beautiful. I just love that you said, yeah, you said to ask. So we are right. And and Faith says that she really stinks at self-promotion and she's working on that. She's also very private. So social media doesn't come easy to her. She's working on that too. How many of you right now are like, wait, are you sure that wasn't me? Because I feel the same way. I think that's a, a very common thought and a good couple of things to start with. So self-promotion and social media, Abby, what are your thoughts? I go back to in our last conversation we talked about kind of this and that if you're private, if you're an introvert, extrovert, things like that, you really have to push yourself and hold yourself accountable for how you do that. I hate to be a little hardcore on that, but you have to own it. You have to, I know you don't like to do it and you've been trying to do it. You just have to do it. And if you need a friend or a peer coworker to give you that nudge. And you don't have to write like this dissertation on your art or what you're trying to post. It can be even, I mean, 
It can be a hashtag. <laughs> it can be anything like that. It does not have to be that hard. I, I feel like some people make it harder than it needs to be. And sometimes like that's a hard thing to hear. So Faith, I appreciate you putting that out there yeah. and asking that question, but baby steps, just try a one sentence and one hashtag. It's true. We were having the greatest conversation about this in the, in the relish group recently, because somebody was saying, you know, I had, she'd done a challenge where she had had to do a hundred things in a row. Right. And she was like, okay, I'm doing the challenge. So here's, here's 77, here's 78, here's 79. So, so that, that kind of veil was down and it's like, I've committed to posting. So I'm posting these things. And all of a sudden when the hundred day thing was over, she all of a sudden became, began second guessing herself in a way that she hadn't before, which I thought, Oh, that, that actually kind of makes sense. So trick yourself. If you have to say, you know, I'm challenging myself to show up. But I think another thing that really helps is to find a way that you feel comfortable showing up, you know, put, put, if you have to put a picture of your best friend or sister on your, on your monitor and pretend you're talking to them or doing the post for, for somebody to see that, you know, do it that way. But, and it, please don't always have it be perfect finished art. Cause that, that even isn't always that interesting. It can be in progress. It can be your, your, if you're, um, a painter, you know, it can be your palette or what you're working on today. You can do a little reel if you want to try that on, on just a brush stroke or three, you know, it's, it's getting people familiar with you. It's telling your story. Who are you behind that? And not to, you know, have you totally seize up with like, Oh my God, am I going to do that? But just, I think what we're both saying is there's ways to market yourself without it being a perfect finished thing. It's just about starting. Yes. Like yes. And, and like you said too, in process, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a painter and you're doing watercolors or something like that, show me your blank piece of paper. Show me just mm-hmm. you testing out some colors. Mm-hmm. Show me just something. There's always a beginning, a middle and an end to everything. And especially when you're creating show me that in process. Like, I don't want to see always the finished product. That should be like 20% of what you post. It should be your inspiration, your doodles, Mm -hmm. your, your stuff that you're like, yeah, I don't like this. I thought I, you know, I thought I'd like it. And then when I, I put it on paper, I always joke that it looked way better in my brain before I executed (laughs) that. (laughs) And I saw it totally different. Like everybody wants to see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's true. And you know, as I am, I'm always looking for at art, right. And, and often if I start at your website, I'll always go to your Instagram. And if I go to your Instagram and I'm, my interest is peaked, I'll go to your website. So I always feel like Instagram is the way to see more the real person. It, It doesn't, I'm not expecting a perfect thing, nor really wanting that. Right. And your website is the perfect thing. So Mm -hmm. the Instagram is the prequel. Right. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, um, there was another episode that just aired uh, with Abby Trujillo, and she talked about 
reels. And she made a point that I hadn't thought about. She said, you know, when it, when it, when it was just photographs, which I still really like, it was easier to be perfect. Like you could show the perfect picture because you, you could do that, but with a reel or or doing a video, you kind of have to show up as yourself. Even if it's just your hands um, messing around in your palette, it's more real. And I hadn't thought about that way. And it made me feel better actually. That's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Excellent yeah. point. So moving on in Faith's great series of questions, um, she said she's been trying to get some work in illustration in addition to her fine art. She submitted to several companies and have gotten no responses. Where to go now? This is a three-part question. This is number two. So she's submitted to several companies, not gotten responses. Where to go now? So you had a great kind of first thought on that. Uh, yeah, my first thought immediately was, how are you submitting? Mm-hmm. Is this like, is it virtually cold calling? Or did you have an in or you just have someone's email address and you just sent it off? I, I'm always curious of like, how are you getting your foot in the door? And, mm-hmm. and what's that process look like? Mm-hmm. Because I think it needs to be, I don't know, emails can get buried. Mm-hmm. And unless you have some kind of way of getting your foot in the door or having a connection to pass it along or, oh, my friend, so-and-so just sent you this, you really need to check it out. I, I think I'm always a big fan of, I call it tag teaming. Mm-hmm. So if Margot gives me an in to a project, then I submitted or tag Margot on it and say, oh, just to let you know, I did utilize that, that little lead you gave me. So anything you could do just as a little quick reminder, if you could send them a note, like Abby just submitted this to you or just sent you an email. I'd love for your, your feedback or. Yeah, that's a super bonus. If you have somebody that might've worked with them before, or that has a relationship in any way, certainly lean on that. That's not always the case. So, you know, it's, it's fairly archaic how you get in front of people because you have to do it the old way. You have to pick up the phone or go on LinkedIn or any sort of way like that to find out who you send to and whose email, what email to use. And literally, I mean, and there's, you know, I've taught a course on this and there's a lot of ways around it, but I'll touch on it briefly. If you go to LinkedIn and you look up a company, say Crate and Barrel, you can look Crate and Barrel, which is a home store we have in the US. So you can look up um, the job description and who does what. And there might be one that's kind of obvious that says art director or a creative director or product development manager. A, a, A term like that or a title like that is somebody that's going to be looking at new art but it might be hard to find and you might not get there. So the old fashioned way is literally picking up the call, the call, picking up the phone and calling customer service at Crate and Barrel and saying, Hey, I am an artist and I'd like to submit my work. Who should I submit it to? And nine times out of 10, they'll say, Oh, send that to Abby. And here's her email address. That's how you do it. Old fashioned. And there's homework to that. Like, I would totally agree. If you don't have an in and you have to do your homework, do your homework. And I don't know how normally 
you would recommend people submitting. But for me and some of the people that I deal with at my work and other uh, avenues within my work is it has to be a fast read. Yes. Something like almost like a one sheet. I call them one sheets, high level stuff. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a visual resume. Yes. Um, And so when I click on that, I immediately want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It can't be 20 pages worth of stuff. Mm-mm. And if I have to dig in deep, I, you know, I just read something again the other day because I'm a stats geek is that people's attention span once again, just keeps getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> I don't know how it's possible anymore to get even less, but I feel like that is also in corporate. They get thousands of emails. Yeah. I know some of my bosses get an unimaginable amount of emails to sift through. Um, so anything you can do to just have a quick visual, something quick. So while they're clicking, 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 the subject line, you know, don't just say, hello, let me introduce myself. I mean, someone's going to think it's spam and hit delete. It's be witty, be smart, you know, do your homework, know these people, know your audience. And sometimes you might have to tailor stuff just a little bit differently mm-hmm. for this person, potentially at Crate and Barrel versus this person at Walmart. Like it might be a different way of tailoring your emails. This is why I love doing these calls with Abby because she, she, we think exactly the same. Like that is exactly, exactly what I would have said. All those points. What is your, what's your title? Make it catchy, make it particular to that person. If you can, Hey, you know, Peter, I would love you to see my freshest work for spring. I know you're working on spring. Here's my latest, you know, not like, Hey, here's Abby's spring. You know, it's, it's gotta have just a little bit. And then when they open that up, it should say, just do a tiny bit of research on that company. I loved your Indigo collection that I saw last year. It inspired me to do this and I wanted to get it in front of you. And then there's four pictures, that's it. Or, you know, a small amount of pictures, but some visuals so they can, because that person has that much time and they are wanting to see something that makes them go, oh yeah, I want to see more. Then maybe there's a click through to your, to your portfolio, but I hate to say it, you have that much time to capture their attention. So do it in a way where it's like the best looking cookie on the tray. I'm picking that cookie. That's it. And now I'm, I'm going to spend a minute with it, you know? So I, I just loved your advice and I think that's exactly right. So how are you sending how that's the next key, you know, how are you getting, how are you submitting to those companies? And the next one I would say is how many, you know, how many, you got to put some eggs in that basket. And know that uh, it's kind of like direct mail. You're not going to get a ton of response right away. So you have to be diligent and one size does not fit all. So do your homework because people will know and believe it or not, that I, I am surprised how that community is super sm- is small. 
Mm-hmm. I should say, well, not small necessarily connected. connected That's probably a, a better word, word mm-hmm. is that I call Margot the Kevin Bacon of creative <laughs> world. If you need to get to someone, it's definitely pretty good chance. <laughs> pretty good chance you'll get that uh, from Margot. But know that the, everything in my advice, everything should be tailored to that person. Mm-hmm. That you're it really makes out. a difference. It should, yeah, and it shows up. Here's it's another hot. little another little tip that very few people do, and a few people do this, and and they know who they are because <laughs> I bring it up. So another trick or or something for your toolbox is what are some of the formats that this company does over and over again? Do they do mugs? Do they do garden flags? Do they do tablecloths? Do they do sofas? What's the thing? Christmas ornaments, whatever, but let's just say mugs and a uh, garden flag, um, put your art on their thing. And some of you might be going, what, but we're told not to No, because you're, you're, you're spoon feeding them. Then you're saying, I have paid attention to your line. I've just done this little mock-up. I know birds and flowers always sell. And here's a great, you know, example of that. And they look at that mug that you've made and you're, and they're like, oh my gosh, my work here is done. You've just made it so easy for me. You, you obviously kind of know what season we're working at. You know what I mean? If there's a card line, mock up a few. It's, it's, you don't have to do this, but it's a secret weapon. I totally agree. Totally agree. And even if there's a format that you're like, oh, I don't know about this format, at least for your research, if you yes. if a collection speaks to you. So if the collection is, I don't know, the great outdoors, and this whole section has all these birds, like you just mentioned, and that speaks to you and some of the art that you have, mention it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't put it on a format in mm-hmm. your one sheet, just at least comment something very specific. It's a personal connection. I love that. Maybe a company is really, you know, that company does kids toys and puzzles, or, you know, that company does books and, but they're getting into, um, you know, decks of tarot cards or any of the decks of cards that are so popular right now, show them, you know, that show them your art could work with it. Certainly it doesn't have to be the finished thing there. They have needs too, but it just makes, it sets the conversation that much further. So these are just some tips I don't want to overwhelm you all who are listening, but these are industry insider tips. And pique their interest, pique their however interest. that is. Figure that out. And as far as putting back to the eggs in the basket, I mean, we all might, you know, you might be like, oh, my dream is to work with company XYZ, but everybody's doing something different and, and you might want to, but send it out to a handful several even, because say you want a card line and you're really hoping and you have, you maybe even have an in at a card line that it might not work. They might be full. So pick four or five card lines to, to send it to, or 10 and, and see feedback. You know, another nice thing you might get, and I say nice on purpose is a nice no letter because they might say, gosh, Abby, Thanks so much for sending that in. It's not what we need right now, but what that does is that allows you to say, thanks for letting me know. 
I, if you have a second to let me know what, what you do need, or can I keep you on my, it just kind of opens the door to conversation. Sometimes a no is a, is a great gift at the same time. Well, and it's good to get that feedback. Yeah, it is. And sometimes it, it, it stings a little bit mm-hmm. on feedback, but know that it's going to help you continue to grow. And then your next presentation or email or letter, or however that works. Yeah, I love Maybe it. you change it just a tad bit. It's just a process, you guys. It's part, it's the not as fun part of being a creative, but it's also fascinating and it's how you make friends and it's how you, how you, how you start partnerships with people. And sometimes I think there's a myth that you could work with a company once and then you're done. If you have a good relationship and you're that person that thinks ahead and says, hey, when are you taking submissions again? what are you looking for? Oh, you're looking for fall holiday. Are you looking for a really unique graphic approach to something that is then a recipe for you to, to play into exactly what they need? I totally agree. And then maybe you would be first or top of mind yeah. when they're looking for specific art, specific formats, or they give you formats to a point and are like, here's all these blank tea towels that we'd love to do. Yeah. I mean, we need birds. You know, Abby knows working at Tim Daco and I certainly working with Studio M and, and, and Midwest and, and uh, co-op and some of the other companies we've been associated with, they will go back to the people that are easy to work with, uh, turn in their assignments on time, their products sell, they're paying attention to what works in the marketplace. It's unique. Those are going to be, those people are going to be returned to over and over again. So that's pretty cool. And they continually can produce. Yes. And not just like cranking stuff out. It's like producing high quality. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thoughtful. And thinking, thinking like a buyer too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a good one. It, when you, that's really important. And, and, you know, a con- thinking like a buyer and a consumer, like, what is that consumer looking for? Are you making something that's saleable? Is it your, I mean, if you just go off on a tangent, is it a tangent that's going to sell, you know, and, and nobody has a crystal ball, but there are some ways to, to kind of get that information. Lots to, lots to listen to out there. Um, another sure. part, another part of the question, um, that Faye says is my education was an art education and painting. There was not an illustration program at my school. I think that's rings true for many. So she feels very clueless on how to get her work out there. Just keep submitting. Cold calling is just depressing. It is, it is depressing. And it's harder and harder because we used to have shows that we could, I mean, there were quite an investment, but you could go set up and people would walk by. It's a little bit trickier um, to know how to get your work in front of other people, but you do need to use the internet and you do need to do, you do need to cold calling. It doesn't have it. It's cold emailing basically. What are some other maybe ways to do that, Abby? Um, I think too is, you know, I struggle back and forth with LinkedIn. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but someone mentioned to me the other day, they were like, come on, it's the Facebook of business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, okay. 
start using LinkedIn to connect that way. Yep. And use that as your business platform that is one step above the Instagram. Yes. You're, it's still a professional view of what you have there. Um, LinkedIn has a, a feature that I actually wasn't aware of, but a friend of mine just showed me his stuff is that when you click on someone's profile, you can immediately see almost like it's like a swipeable frame of just like, here's my business stuff. Here's a brief visual. Here's a link to some video work I've done. This is a link to straight to my website. And it just makes it really easy to the point that you don't have to scroll deep within someone's profile. You mean the the featured section? I think so. I, it's right. I need to look at there, there, there's a couple of things. And, and again, not to keep referring back, but there's a podcast with Debbie Saviano, who is a LinkedIn expert. And cause I, it's funny you say that Abby, cause I was on your LinkedIn yesterday <laughs> looking for a bio for you. <laughs> so, and that's where I found, cause you, you it's there's LinkedIn is a little tricky if you don't, if you're not super familiar with it, because it kind of is set up in its own way just Google the heck out of it and set it up because there's a lot of things that really help. And Debbie had some great tips. Part of it is your, your header, what you say in your bio, how you say it. But Abby, you do have that featured section where you can post like, um, an article, my latest work. That's where I saw a really cool, um, uh, video that, that Abby had posted. And it's just a way for you to choose what you want people to see. And it, and it kind of goes from left to right instead of scrolling down like Facebook. Yes. So, yes. and, and just like you said, I think LinkedIn is key, especially if you're working on creating connections you don't have because you, there are forums you can interact with. There's articles you can post, you can tag it in ways that businesses are l- really using that in a way that is different from an Instagram or something like that. And you don't have to, you don't have to show up in, in a way that feels as vulnerable on LinkedIn. I don't think, you know, I would totally agree. And I think too, doing your research on that, having a compelling LinkedIn page, having the right photos, having a good profile picture, you know, just things like that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's branding on a different level and you should totally use, utilize it because I know a lot of uh, creative directors, art directors that silently stalk Instagram. They might not like certain things, but they see it. Yeah. So I know, I know a lot of stock when it comes to that, because I think the thought process is too, is that if they like it, then it just opens up the floodgates or maybe too many people to reach out, but they are looking. And so it's you professional. Might, yes. Very professional. So you and come across as a professional by default. Exactly. And if you can look at a couple of, of profile pages that are put together. Mine is, I've really worked on mine. Abby's is up there and is good. Um, I do have a LinkedIn story. There's one um, artist 
that listens to the podcast and that has taken great classes. And, and she has a really fun, whimsical style. And she was doing some art shows and things like that. But she was really feeling like she wasn't getting to her ideal customer. So we had a little conversation about that. And she kind of felt like, you know, if I could get in front of interior designers or people um, styling homes for sale, I really think I could sell my art. So literally, I think it took her less than 24 hours. She, she went on LinkedIn. She put some appropriate hashtags. She, she kind of focused on who she wanted to get in front of. And she, it worked, you guys. She had, she, the next time we talked to her, it was less than a week later. And she had had, she, she had been reached out to by a designer in the town where she lives saying, oh my gosh, this is perfect for a open house that I'm doing. Can we do these things? So it was just another way to, to add to the opportunities she had to get her art out to the world. And I loved that, that, that worked for her. I, I think it's a underutilized resource for sure. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that one up because it's, it's one of those things that's right there. And I, I used to kind of, I don't know, just think, oh, I don't know enough about it. I'm, but listening to you, listening to Debbie Saviano, for sure, uh, people who use it well. I know Annie McGee had an article published on there and it popped right up for me. There's a couple of other artists that it just, again, you come across as a professional. So somebody's going to look at your work. It's, it's just another way to do it. And, and that's what these conversations are about. They're about the questions you have and, and some solutions. You know, we, we don't have all the solutions, but we're here to, we've been doing this for a long time. Um, we have our fingers in the industry and in all the different ways. So, um, take these, use them in, in, and see what happens. And if you have another question about it, shoot it back to us, you know, um, what do you think, Abby? Does this feel like. And I, I would love to hear also your feedback too, of the point, like if you did this for 60 days straight, treat it like a design challenge, you know, yeah. design challenges are maybe more fun than a LinkedIn challenge, Such but a good idea. try it. But I would also say, don't get stuck on making connections like Facebook and things like that. It's try to just get people to follow you. I think that's a, a great option too. You don't have to necessarily be connected, but there's an option where people can just follow your feed. Mm -hmm. You might not have a direct connection. So don't worry about not having a bazillion connections. Right, right. Just continue to post, um, link a blog post to your website, upload that as a LinkedIn article. Um, if there's an article that you like, for example, repost it. I'm a huge Lego fan. Nobody knows that. Not that I really play with them, but Lego's doing some amazing, amazing stuff just on their sustainability, their unique designs. Like who knew you could buy a whole Lego set now for almost a thousand dollars, but they have them and they can't yeah. keep them in stock. Wow. It's so interesting of what Lego's doing, but also show not once again, not always post about yourself that but show what is inspiring to you and that for me 
I repost stuff like that it has nothing to do with anything, but it also shows my personality, what I'm interested in the nerding out aspect that I do. And I also post like stats. So we, we just want you to have a place to just talk about stuff because once again, not everyone has all the answers, but we can definitely maybe give a different perspective. Yeah. That's what I I love about this. I do too. And that's, that's what we're here for. We're here to support the process and that's why we thought, you know, like, like we mentioned, if you caught the first episode, Abby and I have been talking about doing something like this for a long time. So it is perspective and, you know, we're all in this together. We're all learning as we go. Some of us are a little bit ahead of somebody else in the trying. And, and I would also say too, if you're trying to break into this and feel like, gosh, who do I turn to? Cause I've had some response that way of somebody saying like, I don't, my family isn't helping me out here. Where do I go? You know, if you do it, if you join a challenge on Instagram, that's maybe, you know, Lori Siebert has some great challenges. Other people, yeah. Um, Deborah Stein has great challenges. Lots of people do, but it's a way you're doing the same thing as somebody else is at the same time. And it's a great way to say, oh, I loved what you did. And then you get to know that person, or maybe there's a, a group like the relish group or several other online where you can meet people kind of that you have something in common with, or maybe they're trying and you're trying to figure this out and you, and you can share resources and share ideas. But the hardest part is feeling like you really want this to happen. You're, you're doing that thing that people say to do, which is listening to your gut and it's saying, be creative. And you're like, that's fine. But I'm, I want other people to know about it. So there's just a lot of ways and we just encourage you to find the way that feels like it's working for you. And I love the idea of giving yourself the challenge of trying, trying several times in a row. Yes. Don't give up. Don't give up. We see you. It's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy. Yeah. It really is. So thank you for the question. If you have more DM myself or Abby at either windowsill chats or M Tanto or AJ camp, C-A-M-P KC at Instagram. And we'll be back. We'll be back with more. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Bye. Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for Windowsill Chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.